Hi everyone, welcome to OCBC Insights, our podcast discussing the latest economic trends and developments. My name is Andrew, an analyst from OCBC's credit research team. A few days ago, the team published our Singapore Mid-Year 2020 Credit Outlook, and it was challenging taking stock of what has happened and trying to think about what will happen for the remainder of 2020. This podcast will be one in a series that covers our general outlook, our outlook on specific sectors, and some key special interest topics that became relevant through the credit market developments in the first half of 2020. Today, we focus on the outlook and where credit and corporate bonds may be headed in the next six months. And this is in the context of still significant uncertainties that remain in the fight against COVID-19. These uncertainties include the likelihood of subsequent waves of infection, the possibility of mutation, and more importantly, the emergence of a viable vaccine. Not only are these developments somewhat unpredictable, but their impact on credit and corporate bonds are somewhat binary, with the first two possibly being very negative, and the third one possibly being very positive. So to chart a path forward, we focused on five things we felt had relatively more certainty after the first half of 2020. Number one, credit fundamentals have weakened. Number two, systemic risk has risen. Number three, global central bank rates will likely remain low and rage bound for a a considerable time. Number four, the development and distribution of a vaccine will take time. And number five, sustaining central bank and government support will remain critical in bridging the divide between the weaker credit fundamentals and also when a vaccine is found. So with potentially uh, binary outcomes, elevated systemic risk and prevailing uncertainty, how do we think the uh, second half is going to look? Number one, market volatility will be higher. Number two, shifts in sentiment will be more impactful. And number three, the current weaker operating environment and tighter financing conditions have the potential to amplify existing underlying weaknesses in fundamentals and lead to increased dispersion across the uh, credit universe. So with this in mind, we continue to advocate staying in high quality names of neutral three and above under our ratings criteria We also advocate, though, that investors can expand into the neutral four bucket, particularly as part of a diverse basket. We think neutral four names can be attractive because, number one, higher grade issuers have benefited not only from solid fundamentals, but also from a flight to quality, so their valuations are a little bit stretched. Number two, on balance, the worst of the credit crunch is uh, likely to be behind us. As such, uh, neutral four names uh, can be attractive, particularly those with established market positions and where access to bank debt uh, remains solid. With regards to the lower end of the credit curve, that is your high yield credits, where we don't see any compelling reasons to enter back into this space at this time, liquidity is still patchy and at risk of deteriorating sharply, especially on negative developments with the virus or the global economy, in the uh, second half of 2020. With yield curves flat, we think shorter duration makes sense. 
Although we also expect that there will be a temptation towards longer duration and subordinated structures for the extra yield. In that respect, we continue to emphasize structure is key. We continue to underweight perpetuals as an asset class, as we see increasing risks of non-call, as well as distribution deferral risks. So that's a summary of our uh, general outlook for 2020. Please look for the remaining podcasts, which talk about industry outlooks as well as special interests. Thank you for listening. We look forward to talking to you again soon. Goodbye. This has been a podcast from OCBC Bank. Follow us on Spotify for more episodes like the one you've just heard.